Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. And today, I'm really happy to introduce to you Cindy Willoughby. Cindy, thanks for, she's actually coming up from Las Vegas, and or has come up from Las Vegas, and appreciate you coming up and sharing You're your welcome. story. Thank you for having this me. This is so fascinating because you have such a rich, interesting background. You were actually born into a Christian family. Yes, I was. Yeah, where was that at? Um, I was born in Southern California, oh, in okay. um, Whittier, California. Yeah, and that's where you went to school? That's everything. where I went to elementary school and yeah. grew up, and then when I was 12, we moved to the next city right over from Whittier, which was Hacienda Heights, okay. and I went to junior high there in high school. Yeah, and all this time you were raised Christian. Yes, I was. And did you attend like, youth camps? And I went to um, camps when I was like 10 or 11, 12 years old. Yeah. I went to camps and um, I, I was involved in the church and did activities. Yeah. Well, I guess we almost almost always get a perspective of, of a Mormon youth growing up, going to seminary and, and becoming priests and deacons and mm -hmm. going to young women's and all that stuff. So maybe give us just a second or two uh, perspective of what it's like being raised as a as a Christian. As a Christian, um, and your parents were very active. Right? My parents were very active in the, yeah. in the in the in a church in Nazarene, okay. which is a Protestant denomination. And um, my sister and I were both, you know, very active with youth group and um, they have a um, Sunday school and they have another program that's similar to primary and mm -hmm. LDS. And it's called children. children, they have it during um, worship services called Children's Church. Yeah. And we have like little activities and games and get-togethers okay. um, during the week, and um, they so make it very fun your, to them. Keep your life busy, then, huh? E yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it did. So, what did um, what was and you? It was more into your high school that you started thinking there was maybe more or something. I don't know. I just was. Um, I really don't know. I just started um, probably in college. Well, I guess it did start in high school. I started having some real doubts about the church. I, I went to church, but um, I just went because I had to go. Okay. I didn't really want to go. Um, I, I really didn't know God really yeah. very well. I didn't know the Bible that yeah. well, and they taught it every Sunday. Yeah. It was a very biblical church. <laughs> and. Um, and was that, and like you say, you didn't really want to go. You I mean, so you're probably a typical teenager. Yeah, I was, I was kind of rebellious. And during my high school years, I went to a Christian science church. Okay. My parents didn't like it, but they they brought me to the Christian science church. And then I, I had to agree that I would go to their church, to the Nazarene church. So I did. And that's kind of very different, yeah. uh, very different theology. Yeah. Um, and then when I was um after I graduated from high school, I, I went to um, a Christian college, Point Loma. It's yeah, in okay. a Nazarene College down in San Diego. Okay. And, and what happened there? Well, I, I 
felt at that time I didn't know really what I believed. Yeah. So I started visiting some different churches and all different types of denominations. And um, during that time, I got the phone book out because I thought I really should really be into a church that I agree with and, and know what I believe. And there were a lot of people in that college that were pushing me. I felt like they were kind of pushing the theology on me. Yeah. And there were certain things that I didn't agree with the theology of what the Nazarene Church taught. Okay. And I got the phone book out and I saw all these different churches. And I thought to myself, hmm. Uh, I came to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I thought, wow, well, this has his name in it. Why do not all the other churches have the name of Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. So I called, and I, it said Visitor Center, and I didn't know what an LDS Visitor Center, I've never heard of a Mormon or LDS or anything, I didn't know a thing. So I got out, and I thought, I'm just going to start visiting different churches, and I called the LDS visitors, and I asked them if I could if there would be any way that I could learn a little bit about their teaching, because I was investigating different churches, <laughs> and he was really excited oh, on, the, on the phone. They usually don't get those phone calls. <laughs> he, yes, actually, he dropped the phone. <laughs> and but before I realized, I said, well, I, he wanted to send missionaries to me, but I was attending the college, so that was kind of oh, difficult. Oh, yeah. So what I did was, um, I, they had someone pick me up for church, and I went to the church, and I really liked it. I thought, this is in very interesting. Started taking the missionary lessons, and I had women, lady missionaries, yeah. and I just fell in love with them. They were wonderful, wonderful yeah. lady missionaries. And uh, basically what I said to them on the first discussion was, I want to know what church is true. There's all these denominations, and they all agree differently. <laughs> now, I would think there's got to be one true church on, a, on this earth because that, and they just, do we have a story to tell you? So they went right into the Joseph Smith story sure. and I could really understand where he was coming from because I felt just like, like Joseph you Smith. Were searching in. I was very searching yeah. for the truth. And um, so I just continued to take the missionary lessons. Yeah. And they exposed you to the Book of Mormon, I guess, early on. The Book of Mormon. Yeah. And I, I just agreed with it all. I thought, well, if there's the Bible, why can't there be another scripture? Yeah. What limits God? It just all made sense. It made perfect sense, yeah. everything I, that they taught me. And did you do a lot of studying much? Uh, um, now, this was probably before the internet and kind of stuff. Yes, so it was. You didn't look up Mormonism or anything. You just kind no. of listened to their story. I or? listened to their story, yeah. and I... I was very gullible. I just ate it up. Yeah. And I just, it just made sense to me. And I, they had a lot of activities at the yeah. Mormon, you know, for young single adults. And um, I read the Book of Mormon and I felt that it was true. I really Prayed felt that it was it. the Word of God. Yeah. And it was a lot with feelings. Yeah. And my parents, weren't too happy about that. I was going to ask you, what did your parents think about this? Oh, they, were terrible. They, were, it, they did not like it at all. In fact, they, they were very against it. They were sharing stuff with you. Is uh, yes, they, my parents knew the theology and they knew what Mormonism taught. Yeah. And I, being the rebellious daughter, wouldn't <laughs> listen to them. I just wouldn't listen. And Do you remember anything they shared particularly that 
you said, you know what, that that's not true. Or I probably the Trinity. I didn't agree with the. Tr I didn't see that as a biblical. I always felt that that it was God, God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ. That they were two separate personages, and um, that was a real hard thing. The Trinity. Yeah. It still is. In it some still ways, is. You know. <laughs> but um, but uh, no, because basically I just wouldn't listen to my parents. And um, they didn't like me being... Trying to caution you, but you weren't listening, and so... No, I wouldn't listen to a thing they said. Yeah. I got baptized, and, you know, um, I hurt my parents a lot oh, <laughs> by, doing, by going against <laughs> and not listening to them. But sometimes we have to learn things, yeah. you know, uh, the hard way. Yeah. So after uh, this Christian college, then you transfer? Then I went to um, transfer to BYU. Yeah. And I loved it. I was there for um, four years at BYU. Graduated there. And, and I graduated from BYU. Ended up being a teacher and uh, so on. Well, that's um, wonderful. Yeah. Did you uh, ever hear anything at BYU that questioned you or brought you back to Christian roots or anything? Did Not nothing really, really, no. I just, um, it sounds so Christian. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't until later I realized, you know, you use it. Christian terminology, but it means something totally different. But that wasn't, you weren't catching that initially. I mean, you were, No, I didn't catch that well at BYU. Yeah. It was until later. Um, not really, no. I just went along and with... And you ended up being active for 39 years or so. I was a so. member for 39 years. Yeah. So did you got married during this time? I um, got married later. Yeah. And it was much, much later after I graduated. Okay. And so... Um, but you did end up going through the temple. I went through the temple. How was mm -hmm. that experience for you? Kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> were you in the middle of activity, though? I yeah. mean, you were a faithful mem member when you went through I the temple. I was very faithful, and I, it, I didn't know what to expect because they don't tell you what's going right. to happen in the temple. And um, I just really didn't really understand it, but nobody raises their hand and say, I want out. <laughs> you know, I just kind of <laughs> went, you know, yeah. through it, and it was they kept telling me that if I keep going back to the temple, I'll understand it. <laughs> well, that's but, what... but I never really understood <laughs> all of that stuff. <laughs> well, now, was this before 1990 that you went through the temple? I'm trying to think when it was. It was before, I got married in 93, so it was in the 80s. Okay, so you saw the the original, or the one before they changed it in 1990. Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. Then. Yes, I did. So, uh, nothing again really sparking your back to your Christian roots or anything? No, I said to hold on to the Mormon church. <laughs> yeah, and be. Now, you were married, though, to a Christian. Yes. And so how did that uh, kind of, you, you probably wanted to get married in the temple. Did you try to convert your husband, so to speak? I tried or? to convert my husband. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I tried to convert him Having for get, take the 20, over 20 years. He never took the lessons, no. Um, I tried to convert him, but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, but he was very, uh, you know, I really appreciate my husband because he was very supportive with me in the church. Yeah. He went to the activities hmm. to the church, and we went to like a family home evening group that they had. And he was willing to the, do that. Huh? He, he did that. We had a lot of good, fun with the activities and the social part. Yeah. And he went to church with me once in a while. He's a great guy. I, but I, we were never united in, in the theology oh, like we are now. So you didn't really talk about it. So you really had a strong testimony of Joseph Smith and the Book yes. of Mormon. and. I had a very strong, I just knew he was a prophet, and I knew yeah. the Book of Mormon was true, and I 
I believed everything. So you know, what they as me. a Latter-day Saint, what did you think about Jesus then? Well, having coming from um, a Christian background, um, they they don't talk about Jesus very much. It's usually as later I started thinking about things. You mean as an LDS, oh, they don't talk about Jesus. They don't talk or? about Jesus very much. LDS, right? You know, they talk about Heavenly Father yeah. and God the Father. Um, but when I go to... Well, they talk about the Savior and the they Atonement They do talk to the somewhat. Savior a little bit. Yeah. But it seems like as I got older, I realized I started feeling um, in my heart that I'm not really getting anything out of church, and I'm feeling kind of empty. Really? Mm-hmm. I started feeling that way. and I don't think most Mormons actually recognize that feeling that there is I did. because we're so used to it we especially those of us that grow up in it mm. it's just normal to not talk about Jesus in the yes. way that a christian talks about Jesus and so but you were experiencing a little like something yeah. about Jesus there was something that wasn't right something that's missing yeah. because i start going to sacrament you know when i went to sacrament meeting it's about family history it's about food storage <laughs> it's about um, all these things that you can start doing, yeah. but I wasn't, it's all about what we were doing, and I didn't hear a lot about the atonement, I, a little bit, but not yeah. a whole lot, yeah. not a lot about Jesus. It was all these things that, you know, go to the temple, do your family history, do all these things. So I yeah. started feeling a little bit empty, but I was still holding the Mormon <laughs> rod. <laughs> yeah. And not much about the cross, right? Nothing about the cross, <laughs> no. Nothing. That's amazing. No, it is amazing. Yeah. Grace, did you, I don't know what your sense of grace was. I didn't understand grace at all. As a, even as a child, I as a teenager. So. But, no. And then in Mormonism, it's really not about grace, is it? It's about. All we can do. It, I felt like it's like all the things that you do. Yeah. You, know, you hear so much about doing yeah. things. So I, that's where I started. Um, and then. And you were a Relief Society teacher and were you in the. It, presidencies too, and pianist, and I was, but I was um, in at BYU. I was oh, a Relief Society teacher at BYU yeah. okay. ward, and then I did a lot with primary. Okay, and um, visiting teaching. Now after school, then you were active. And, yes, and and you raised your family as LDS. Well, it's just my husband and I. Oh, okay, so we don't have, we yeah, ha weren't able to have kids. Okay. So, um, but, but you went to church all the time. Mm -hmm. Every yeah. Sunday. And he was supportive. And he was very supportive. Okay. Really, really great. All right. So now the big question, well, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> what happens? So I start getting into um, the advocacy, like the ordained women. I start reading things that have been on the website. And I start thinking, hmm, <laughs> you know, I mean, why can't women have the priesthood? This is where it started with. Yeah. And I felt very strongly with ordained women. Okay. And I thought, why can't women have the priesthood? I don't understand this. And um, so I call my friend to talk about this, and one issue, yeah. who left the church. And you, did you know she left the church? Oh, yes, because oh, okay. she left the church like eight years ago, okay. eight to ten years ago. And we ended up on the phone all night long. Just talking about yes. different things. Um, diff we, it started with our dating woman, but she said, Cindy, that's not really the most important. And she started sharing with me things like Joseph Smith's polygamy and poly 
Andrew. Have you ever heard that before? Oh, yes, I you'd, have. You had heard about it? I've oh. heard about it before, but I shuffled it over my shoulder. Right? See, I didn't even hear about that. I did. Oh, and um, it was just like many, many things. She started telling me about Book of Abraham, <laughs> and she started, that really shocked her, and she gave me all these websites. Well, we spoke over three weeks, and we spoke all night long. And... <laughs> And I just was like, okay, I'm not going to look at this. I'm not going to look at this stuff, this anti-Mormon literature. I'm not going to look at it. She finally dared me. She said, why don't you? What do you have to lose? You know, like she dared me to look at it. And I said, okay, I'll look at it. And I was said that because I'm going to prove her wrong. Yeah. Well, it backfired. <laughs> and I started looking at things, that, a list that she gave me. And yeah. she gave me your, she gave me ex-Mormon Files. files and she gave me your 17 minute okay and i started listening to that well, on the phone um actually she, she did it over the, over phone. the phone yes <laughs> over the phone we were both listening to that and sean mccraney yeah and um i can't remember there were there was a list of people that she gave me to go to the website mm -hmm. and then one list i just started researching everything and anything i could find and i was shocked on a lot of stuff, you know, polygamy I knew about, polyandry, because yeah. she had spoken to me about it before, but I was just shocked. When I got into the book of Abraham, I couldn't believe it, yeah. you know, and then I went into the um, book of Mormon, how there's and all the no archaeology, and, yeah, and the yes, and all the changes, and yeah. just one thing led, because it started with church history, then I started getting into the doctrines, uh, Adam's Road, you know, and reading things, and then I, oh man, just... Oh. Did you kind of get drawn back to the Bible then? Yes, because I started with church history, and then going into the doctrinal yeah. issues, you which to led to the Bible. Comparisons. Yeah. Yes, and at that time I decided, well, oh my, <laughs> what <laughs> have I gotten into now? You know, I've, I've got to do something about this, because this isn't... This isn't right. During the same time, I wanted to tell you, I started, I went to the internet and I started looking at the different churches in this area that we had to Las Vegas where we, where we had moved to. Yeah. And I put in a church there and the first thing that came up was Community Lutheran Church. Oh yeah. Um, and so I was watching their live services. We have five services. Yeah. And then I was attending, I would do that in the morning and I wasn't really listening to the pastor because I was getting ready for church, but I was listening the to the LDS music. church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was getting ready for the Mormon church right. and go to the Mormon church in the afternoon. While you're listening to the Lutherans. Right. Well, I'm listening to the Lutheran uh, choir, and something spoke to me through the choir, through the music. Really? Yes, it spoke well, to me. Well, you are a pianist, right? And Yes. Yeah. And it, the music really touched me. Oh. And during this time... Um, that about was, praising Jesus, was it? Oh, it's all about Jesus. Yeah. And the music was so uplifting. The choir and the choir... Um, you, I could see something radiating upon the choir, uh, the choir director, Bruce. <laughs> and he just radiated. There was something about him different. And so, as I was watching, and I went to, this happened, this was like for almost a year. Wow. And then I decided to, uh, I just, okay, so I'm going to make my decision here. What am I going to do? And um, I prayed about, yeah. you know, my decision after I had done all my research. And I opened my Bible up. 
Yeah. And it's, it came out to, in, the, in Matthew where it says, beware of false prophets. Because I said to the Lord, I believe the Bible, and I believe it's true, all of it. And it came right to that exact verse. The next week I did the same thing, and it fell to the next verse. And uh, it, it went over three weeks when I got my Bible out for the third time. Beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets, for they shall come as... Grievous wolves or something. clothing, yeah. but inwardly yeah. they were raving, raging wolves. I should have believed God the first time, but I guess he had to show me three <laughs> times that it's a false prophet. That's, I don't feel that's a coincidence at all. It, it was, that came from heaven. <laughs> and so the last, I, so I, I watched uh, the Book of Mormon versus... The Bible, Smith. Bi oh, the, the Bible Book of versus the Bible. Yeah. You know, the Book of Mormon. Versus yeah. Bible versus the Book of Mormon. Yeah. And um, I was sitting there, and I thought, oh, I had a newspaper, and I just threw it down. <laughs> and I was just crying. I knew it. It's The church is not true. And I just cried and cried, and oh, that was, that was, that was it. And so um, I sent in my papers uh, oh my to right away. Yeah. I didn't want anything to do with the Mormon church uh, as far as being a member. I knew it wasn't true, but it was so ideal. God already had a church for me all lined up. Yeah, because you had already been listening to it. That became my new church. And, and did you go then started attending that church? I started attending the church, and I've been there for, I think, about two and a half years. And um, this past October, I was just um, baptized uh, oh. into Christ at Community Lutheran Church in Las Vegas. That's fantastic. So I'm now. Now, did you go ahead? I'm now. I feel like now I'm a Christian, and now every Sunday, it's all Bible. It's all. It's. It's all the pastor about. Mark. He's just wonderful, and he just makes it so alive. And. A very sad part of this story is that your folks had passed away before this happened. Oh yes. And so you weren't seven able years to, ago. So you weren't able to share with them that that you had. No. Oh. Uh, but, but they but know. God and you told God. I told God, please, will you let them know that I'm <laughs> at peace? Because my parents prayed for me. I know every single day to bring you back. They knew what it was all about. Yeah. And so I just know that. In heaven, and you, they know. Yeah, they and you, know. You just had to go through this experience. Yes. So Jesus has taken on a little different perspective now. The last couple. Oh, of years. very much so. <laughs> it's totally different now. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I love the Bible, and I'm always reading the Bible. Yeah. And every day I read the Bible, I find, hmm, mm. this isn't what Mormon Mormonism says. You know, I, I'm still finding things that you know, comparison yeah, know. the doctrines aligned up. Mormonism is not biblical no, at no. all. It does not. If you really get into the Bible and just read it for what it says, yeah. and, and, and it's just amazing that freedom now of not ha it's just all about Jesus and what he did for us. Yes. And his grace. His grace. And his righteousness. And I don't not, have to go out and do. prove myself and work for my <laughs> salvation. It's Jesus. It, it, is, done. it is finished. And that's such and a joyful, done. powerful message that it isn't about us. It's no, about Jesus. And, it's about Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. And in Mormonism, like you say, we just don't really focus on that awesomeness of, of who Jesus is and what he did for us. No, we don't. It's just kind of minimized. It's really sad. Yeah. It's more like about, you're right, about 
what yeah. we do, but when Christianity is about what Jesus Christ did. Yeah, and that's the joyful message that, and you feel a sense of freedom now, do you, the cross and grace and all those things? Yes, that are I so, do. Yeah. Yes, I'm really excited about it. I just want to tell everybody about <laughs> how much, what Christ has done for me. It's unbelievable yeah. for our for our marriage. Yeah, I'm I'm doing the same thing you are, reading the Bible, and I'm always comparing or thinking back to the Mormon days, and and but they just dismiss it because it's uh, they just say like the Eighth Article of Faith that it's only trans not translated correctly. They don't have any understanding of the manuscripts that are available to prove it and the Dead Sea Scrolls and and you ask them and like what stuff. part is not translated correctly? I ask that to every every Mormon, not one Mormon has tell you told is. me yet where it's mistranslated, but it's not translated. It's the Word of yeah. God, and it's true, yeah. and it's for us today, yeah. and how precious the Holy Bible is. And you have had some family and friends that have, uh, or at least fr f friends that have kind of been unhappy about this transition in your life and yes. tried to pray for you back into the church, I guess. Very much so. Yes, yeah. I have several that have told me, you know, We'll pray that you come back, and maybe hopefully you'll come back someday. Well, believe it or not, no. we're almost out of time. Yeah. Yes, do that goes wanna, fast. I know. Do you want to say anything to them or any other um, folks out there that might be questioning the church? Right. Well, um, I just say to my LDS friends that, you know, I just love them so much. I love the LDS people. We do. I do, too. I do. I love them. And just, just read the Bible. You don't need anything else. The Bible is sufficient. It's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. And just read it for what it says without your own interpretations. Yeah. Read Galatians and Romans. Yeah. You'll learn. That's what I'm studying right now. And it, you really learn a lot from Romans and Galatians. Yeah. And um, just, you know, the Bible The Bible is, is it in Jesus Christ. He paid it all. It is finished. Have you noticed a difference in your prayers too? Um, Have you always been, a, maybe with yes. your Christian background, you had a, but your prayers, I, I just wondered if you had. I don't know if they, they changed a, a whole lot, but um, probably more so now that is, thy will be done. Oh, Instead more trusting what, in God. More trusting in God. Yeah. Oh, good. So that would be like a big, a big difference yeah. for me. Oh, good. And show me how to be a, a, a witness. And more, more willingness to just rely on what God, what God has, has in, has has in, in store, store for me it. and what yeah. He's put in my place. Well, Cindy, so. you're just a delight and oh, thank a, you. a sweet lady, and I'm. I'm so proud of you for having the courage to uh, kind of investigate. That's one of the problems, I think. A lot of Mormons are just not really willing to step back and maybe take a broader look at things. And yeah, I say, look, get another viewpoint and just we're almost done. Open. <laughs> okay. Open. Th th thank yeah. you for having me. Thanks for thanks for joining us. See ya. This has been the audio edition of the Ex Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.